This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Who knew jealousy was so rampant this time of year? They were asking people to name the top digital annoyances around the holidays. And I guess when you read through these, yeah, I mean, if, if these bother you so much, then why are you even on it? Because isn't, isn't that what these are for? Most of these have to do with your phone and social media. And three of the top five involve some form of jealousy. I can understand why, but let's consider for a moment, you know, what things like Facebook or Instagram are kind of about. The number one answer on the board, the top digital annoyance, was when people brag by showing off their gifts on social media. Now, I've gone on Facebook, and I've seen someone get really excited because they finally replaced that clunker, and they got a brand-new car, and they're super stoked about it. You know what? I'm, I'm happy for them. That's great. Mm-hmm. And that's a sweet yeah. set of wheels, man. Mm-hmm. That's oh, good for you. Why shouldn't I share that? I'm excited, and we're Facebook friends. Right. Uh, people boasting on social media where they've traveled for the holidays. Well, isn't that kind of what it is? I mean, what if you're not putting this stuff on, then what are we putting on social media? Yeah. Replying to holiday messages from people you never talked to the rest of the year. I always thought that was kind of strange. But thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Mm-hmm. People brag. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do at Christmas. Yeah. Rekindle friendships. Right. That you haven't spoken to Old in things a while. Jack. Yeah. Totally acceptable. Like I'm not allowed to say Merry Christmas to you. Not at all. No, you, you better say Happy Holidays. Oh, oh no, come on. You can say Merry Christmas. You can say Merry Christmas. I don't know anyone that's going to get offended by that. Personally, you may not. Um, let's see. People bragging online about holiday, uh, holiday events and experiences. Friends and family who start huge group texts to say Merry Christmas. Generic holiday crap people post online. Friends and family using the phones at the dinner table. Too many notifications in general. There is a way to fix that. Loved ones being... (laughs) You can turn them off. Yeah, you can. Loved ones being distracted by social media on Christmas Day and people taking too long to open presents because they won't stop snapping photos. (laughs) Well, yeah, because you want to get those photos on Facebook, man. I will say that is something that I absolutely enjoy about social media are the memories. Yeah. Like the pictures. Stuff will pop up. Yes. And not just that, but it's like, you know, when I was younger, we didn't have a lot of, we didn't have like a camera all the time. 
like we do now. Like now, if you're even walking down, you know, the street downtown and something exciting happens, you pull out your phone and snap a pic. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't always have a camera right there all the time. So it's nice to be able to have these memories of your family and friends Mm -hmm. Mm. or your life events. Yeah. I love it, too. I I had a couple of things pop up just in the past week from like nine years ago or seven years ago. And (laughs) just seeing Jacob back then. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Just yesterday, my sister shared a time hop memory that Jeff took a surprise video of me six years ago, was it? 2013. So six years ago. And it's me sitting in the corner with my headphones on, typing on my computer, dancing and singing NSYNC's Merry Christmas. Which is still her favorite Christmas song to this day. It will still happen. Six years later. She's still doing it. Exact same scene here in the studio. (laughs) Same reaction. But it was funny because I didn't know he was filming me. And then he goes over and he talks to you, Jeff. I'll have to share it on our Facebook page. Uh But he's filming me and I'm just like jamming that oblivious to anything that's going on around you. You're just sitting there typing like and then all of a sudden I start this like head wave back and forth. Like, what am I even doing? You were in the music. You were in the moment. Uh, yeah. I'll have to share it. I'll put it up on our Human <laughs> 2 Facebook page. But yeah, I mean, good stuff. I don't know, man. I'm looking <laughs> through this list. It's like people don't want you to post your food pics. They don't want you to post your vacation pics. You can't put pictures of your kids up there. You can't put pictures of your gifts up there. It's like, well, the, well why are you? Look, you're on social media. What are you expecting yeah. to find? What do you mm-hmm. want to see on social media if none of these things these these victories, these things that people are excited about, they're not allowed to put on Facebook. What's the point of it all? Yeah, mm-hmm. un- like don't be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, we're supposed to go on there and argue about politics. Oh. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I mean, don't you know? And then complain about, you know, our work and and the friend that done us wrong and the family member that's not behaving in the way that we think that they should. Right. You know, and anytime we're just mad about anything. Yeah. That's what it's for. All right. I knew there was a reason. (laughs) In a lot of ways, it does feel like that. I know. Uh, What else? What else? What else? Oh, I love this. Dating terms. We love second date update for this very reason, you know, for a number of reasons, but this is one of them. The New York Post, they put together a list of some of the terms that were born in the 2010s and uh, five of the most popular answers. I mean, if you had said swiping left or swipe right 10 years ago, they would have made no sense to anyone. Right. Tinder started it in 2012. And with it, we learned about swiping left to say no and swiping right to say yes. It would have been a crowded kid reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's called the crane. <laughs> and then the term catfish 
The catfish documentary came out in 2010 and gave us a term to describe people pretending to be someone else online. Ghosting became hugely popular in 2015 as we really needed a way to sum up the most passive-aggressive way of ending things with someone and second date, the birth of second date update. Sliding into DMs. The first entry for slide into DMs on Urban Dictionary is from 2014. Sliding is really a perfect way to describe how people start privately chatting with someone on social media. Mm-hmm. And of course, Netflix and show, which I feel like it was really hot for a minute and then it just kind of died down. But the term exploded in 2015 as a modern way to update the booty call. So let's talk about the relationship. When you've gotten past the booty calls and Netflix and chill, and now you're in a full-blown relationship, you would think that the key to a healthy relationship is doing a lot of date nights and other stuff as a couple. Spending time together connecting. You would be wrong. (laughs) According to this survey, 85% of people say that having me time where you are alone and you can do anything you want to do that is the key to a great relationship. I buy into that. I mean, I, if yeah. I don't have my alone time, I'm really not very much fun. <laughs> okay, so the question is, how much alone time do you need? Five hours a day. That's it? Yes. That's pretty Five good. hours a not day bad. does me does me good. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's God. so much. It is. You got to remember, I'm an only child. Yeah, that's so true. So I spent a lot of time alone when I was a kid. And so that's what I'm... You're used to that. I Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm with you. Five hours at least. I just think it, you know, it, it's it makes it more fun to regroup and catch up. It's how I get centered and calm. It's how I... Process everything that's going on in my mind and get to the place that I want to be and need to be in order to be functional. The ideal amount, they say, is an average of 51 minutes a day, though. That's just not even... No. 51 minutes, no. (laughs) That's about what I need. I need about an hour. Just an hour of, you know, relaxation, meditation... Because think about Figuring it. myself out. Me time is not the time you spend doing the busy work we were just talking about, you know, running all over town and doing this, that, or the other thing. And I got to go to the bank, got to go to the dry cleaners, and I got to go to that Kroger. That's not me time. Those are errands. Right. That's life. Yeah. It's work. Yeah. Now, you could argue, you know, working out at the gym or maybe hopping on the treadmill for a bit or exercising would be considered me time because it's a form of self care. But to me, that's busy work. That's just like, oh, I got to get it done. Yeah. yeah. And you're not alone either. I mean, if you're at the grocery store, you're surrounded by people. Right. But they say the ideal amount is an average of 51 minutes a day. Is it bad if you have more than that? No. No. Why would you judge that at all? Heck I mean, no. everybody is different. Well, they're saying, different they're saying 51 minutes is ideal. You're blessed. Well, according you to who's that, standards. You've done something right. Well, you can say that about absolutely <laughs> everything according to whose standards when they say the average. The people. These scientists, whoever they are, these well, survey and, you takers. Know, and that's what makes me crazy about these survey takers, too. Because Jen's getting then, feisty. Because, well, then, because people start reading it, you know, if they look at it and theirs is different, 
then they think, well, what's wrong with me? Yeah. And you know what? There's not a damn thing wrong with nope. you. That's not what I heard. Amen, Jen. Top 10 That's things we like to do I during heard. our time alone. <laughs> I know. I know. It's Christmas. You're supposed to be nice. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's so hard for him. <sighs> Here are the top 10 things we like to do during our time alone. Watching TV or movies, reading, mm. listening to podcasts, exercising, enjoying a cup of coffee or tea, having a meal alone, going out uh, yeah. dancing. I would aim. I would second that. Having a meal alone. Boy, you yeah. never used to be like that. I know. No. And that's because I used to all. And we had this conversation off air. But back when before I met my current boyfriend, I was always by myself. Not always, because I worked with you guys and stuff. But when I would go home, it was just me. You know, and you did not like that. And I that. did not like that. Mm-mm. But now that I have a daughter and a, a living partner, I'm like, a I big house. kind of like eating by myself, which yeah. is weird. I know, because I always hated it. Well, it, and now I mean, you appreciate a meal to yourself yeah. because you're not having to... Get Penelope all of yes. her food, and you're not. And I uh, actually get to like you know eat it at my eat. own pace, and it might still be warm, and it might be hot, <laughs> like you know, all of those things. So if I get to eat by myself, it's like <laughs> uh, going out dancing, shopping, going for a walk, and getting your hairs cut, getting your hair did. All of that sounds lovely. Yeah. Yes. So a little me time. Experts say ideal amount is 51 minutes a day. Not 52, not 49 or 50, 51. 51 it is. Yeah. Jen needs five hours. I do. No, I'm with you. I mess with you, but I'm right there with you. In many ways. I kid because I love Jen. (laughs) I kid because I love. Oh, this is just so you know. My time with Jeff provides me with a lot of invitations. <laughs> Abundance. Abundance. I need so of many invitations. I need a drink with you two. I know. <laughs> so many invitations. I will say, though, if you've ever wanted to know what it feels like to have a brother and sister in life, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's amazing. It like. It's wonderful. No, don't you love it? Oh. <laughs> Do you feel a sense of loss when you leave here? <laughs> That's why she needs so much alone time. Oh, boy. I had to try to balance it out. What? You bounce out of bed and you're like, yeah. I cannot wait. Oh, I have just... you're all excited to catch up. Yeah. I have been dying to see my friends at work. Wow. Has it been 24 hours? Already? Yeah. How do we make the workday longer? Don't ask that. I'm feeling withdrawals. I kind of miss him. I want to see him. See what's up. I usually get two full weeks away from him at Christmas, but it's not happening this year. Yay for me! I just felt like it was time for us to spend some time. I'm going to get to see him on Christmas Eve. Yay! My favorite day of the year. Aren't you excited? Blessed. It's such a short show, though. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yes. I know. What are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to talk about? Oh, wow. <laughs> we'll come up with something. <laughs> sure. Listen, I came downstairs over the weekend, and I just went into a sneezing fit. 
mm-hmm. not knowing why. And it was so abrupt, and I just could not control. And I have no idea why, because this is the very same house I hung out in the night before and mm-hmm. went to sleep in and had mm-hmm. no issue with. And Kristen said, hi, oh, I wonder if it's that candle. I'm like, what candle? <laughs> And evidently, it was a scented candle that was intended. Uh, I forget what she said was in it, but it was intended to sort of give a Christmassy yeah, I can't smell even throughout the house. Do and, candles anymore at all? Like I don't know if there's there might be a candle out there that's essential oil based or something, but even candles smell chemically to me. Well, I typically have a nose for anything foreign or anything that's overwhelming, and I didn't even smell this but after she put the candle out i was you were better was okay i like all the ones that smell like foods <laughs> like cookies <laughs> cupcakes yeah i mean those, those are usually those you like those yeah, are your the perfumey ones i can't <laughs> some of them can smell really nice i guess yeah. i just have some kind of allergic reaction to them uh but right after this guy finished spraying he lit a cigarette Oh, there you go. And since he didn't let the car ventilate at first, it caused a massive explosion that blew out all of his windows, including his front and back windshields. Can you imagine the force? It also broke the windows of some nearby businesses and Mm. the doors and trunk of his car were damaged, too. I mean, in the in the photos, the car basically looks totaled. How does he how did he fare? Luckily, he's okay, and I can't even imagine how. Nobody can explain. He somehow walked wow. away with only minor injuries. No way. He's got God on his side. Yeah. Scary. This is kind of a sweet story. There's a 13-year-old girl near Tampa. Her name is Caitlin Figueroa Lopez, who's got autism and is nonverbal. When she was three, her doctor said she'd probably never speak. But And I always love that, too. That's so hard. <laughs> this, <laughs> I don't like it when doctors tell you that your child will never do something, because how do they know? But go ahead. Tell the story, because it's a beautiful story. They went big this year with about 200,000. Her neighbors went big with about 200,000 lights that are all synchronized and set to music. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of kids on the spectrum, that would be overwhelming. That would be overstimulating, and they wouldn't be able to tolerate all of the sensory overload from something like that. But not here. No. While Caitlin was sitting in the middle of them, she actually started to talk. Never spoken before. No, and she didn't just speak. Like, first, she described some of the decorations, and then she jumped out of her chair and yelled, Santa is coming! Ah. Wow. I just can't imagine. I cannot imagine what that was like for the parents. Oh, uh, my God. And her mom was totally caught off guard because that, that was that was the first time she'd ever heard her daughter's voice. Unexpected. Well, that was a little over a week ago, and I guess she's still talking. I love this. Which gives her family a lot of hope, as you can imagine. I mean, it's just proof. You just never know. You don't know what your kids are capable. You never know what they're going to do. If you would have told me that Jacob would be doing the things that he's doing today, three years ago, I would have been like, really? Yeah, no way. Really? Wow. Well, and it's interesting that the kid has been picking up and listening to everything. Seeing. Clearly, because she just 
popped right out with Santa's coming. This is awesome. Well, here's Filing the thing. I know. Well, yeah. you know, there there are a lot of stories of um, kids and young adults with autism who went 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years without being able to communicate in any way. Mm-hmm. And then they're asked, well, all of these years when you weren't speaking and communicating, what were you doing? And the answer is listening. Yeah. So they're taking it all in. Soaking we it spe- up. Yeah. We spend a lot of time not thinking or believing in their competence mm-hmm. just because they can't speak doesn't mean they don't understand. Yeah. She even, she even talked about singing while a local news crew was at their house interviewing her mom. We like to sing. For me, it's a Christmas miracle. I do think that the lights and the music brought it out of her. She jumped up and said, Santa's coming, Santa's coming. I was trying to catch my breath because it was the first time that I had heard my daughter's voice. To hear her speak, it just gives me hope. Today, it's two to three words. Tomorrow, it could be a sentence. A year from now, it could be a whole conversation. That's pretty cool. For sure. Yeah. How great is that? I've st- I've started this new thing with Jacob to help him with his communication. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what How's we can doing? get. I mean, he's doing well. We're, we're getting off to a, a slow start with it. Um, it. It It's just, I just, there's so much in there. There's so much in there that I know he knows and he wants to express, but. there's a disconnect between the brain and the mouth and Mm -hmm. the words just can't come out. So it's finding another way for the words to come out. So what is he doing to try to do the letter? It's letter boarding. Yeah. It's um, spelling out the words that he wants to say, but it's training, draining his body to point out the letters. Mm -hmm. It's really fascinating. And I'll be able, you know, the more I get into it and the more I learn and the more I know, the more I'll be able to share. Yeah. But I'm really excited about the Does possibility and the potential. Yeah. I mean, we've got the iPad. We've got the the keyboard. I mean, it started with letter boards. You start with a process of having these stencils that only have five or six letters on each stencil. And so kids who are very dysregulated, the kids that you would look at and say are um, highly affected or severely affected by their autism, you know, the ones that are in constant movement or just don't seem to have very much control over their bodies. It's called um, dysregulation. And they're just not able to get their bodies to do what they want their bodies to do. Mm -hmm. So it's a matter of getting their body to learn to make the connections in the brain, to get their body to learn to point to the letters that they want to point to. And it's a a very detailed process and it's semi-complicated, not something I would ever want to try to explain, especially, you know, in the limited time we have here. But yeah, to be able to spell out each word, I mean, it might take him an hour to to write out one sentence, but it'll be a sentence that he's never... Oh, heck yeah, never said before. Never said before. Mm. That's great. Or that we even knew. You know, I hear stories, one of my favorite stories is from this young man who his parents, he, he watched the Wiggles over and over again. And you see this a lot with kids with autism. They watch the same videos over and over again, or they listen to the same thing over and over and over again. And this kid, his thing was the Wiggles. And so he watched the Wiggles all the time. His parents thought, hey, he loves the Wiggles, <laughs> right? Let's take him to Wiggles concerts. Let's buy him Wiggles t-shirts. Let's buy him Wiggles videos. And da, 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 da. Well, Come to find out when he's able to communicate through the letter board. He hates the wiggles. Oh, really? He hates the wiggles, but oh. his brain got caught in a loop. 
huh. and he couldn't get and out of it, it. Yeah, it was like a compulsion that wow. he couldn't stop or control, but he had no way of communicating it to anybody because he didn't have the words to say it. So, you his know, his parents stories- were like, I'm so sorry, buddy. <laughs> We took you to all thing. that stuff and yeah. we made you watch it. And we do all of that. And and that's the other thing, too, is, is you know, these kids come out and say, I know that that you were doing this because you loved me and yeah. thought that this yeah. was what. Like they get that part. Yeah, because that's like my whole thing with Jacob. I'm like, oh, my God, what's he going to tell me? What am I in trouble for <laughs> that I have been doing all this time? Is he going to sit down and is he going to say, hey, mom, by the way. Yes, you know, I hate Star what? Wars. Yes, I hate <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> it is, it's, uh, it's, it's scary. It's going to be cool, though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's scary and it's exciting and the possibilities are limitless. And that's what I love about these kinds of stories, because here are these parents and so many parents believe what the quote unquote experts tell them. Yeah. Your kid's never going to do this. Your kid can't do this. Don't expect that. You don't know. Right. Anything, anything is possible. If there's one other child that's done it, your kid might be able to do it too. So don't give up hope. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen morning show podcast brought to you by CBG airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.